Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. Fun episode for you today. Our good friender, a good friender, Joel Fetter. <laughs> Fredder the friender. <laughs> Fetter the friender. He's on the podcast later today. We've got a, he, he, he went really in depth on this. Uh, Tuatara, yeah, uh, the land SSC, speeder. how there's yeah, some, some drama now some, surrounding. Uh, yeah, journalism deep dive on it. It's really, really interesting. It's uh, uh, it's going to be worth hanging around for. We've also got a bunch of other news. Um, that's right. Jake is going to brag about his hoist that's almost here, <laughs> which is great. And I wanted to... Before I we do have a problem with that, though, that we'll get into. Okay. I I wanted to ask you, and you've got a note here that you, you think I'm... Apparently, you think I'm dumb. But I think hot hatches are really popular. And I was trying to th- and I was trying to think why. I, okay. Why are hot hatches really popular? So, and your note here just says they aren't, which I don't think that's true. They aren't anymore. I think they're cool and you and I definitely like them, but I don't think they're quote popular. When it, you don't see them anymore. Yes, you do. How many Okay, it used to be that there was like the GTI was the hot hatch mm-hmm. and then there was like all these competitors and you would see like the Focus RS and they don't make any of these anymore. No, but I still think like the, yeah, actually you, you do kind of make a good point that they are they are fading in lieu of crossovers, I suppose. Yes. is probably the case. That's 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 really too bad. Um I guess I was thinking of like why are they so cool? Yeah, <laughs> I agree there is cool, why are they so cool? They are not popular. Cuz we have the the Fiesta ST, the Focus ST, the GTI had, had. And, <laughs> Yeah, and the the golf, which we're not getting anymore, I suppose. The exactly. golf is gone. Only for, we're only going to get the GTI. One newcomer, I will say, is the Mercedes uh, CLK AMG. Or not CLK. No, CLA. CLA AMG. That's that like makes kind of cool. It's kind of a crossover, though. Yeah, and it's too expensive to be a hot it's hatch. It's kind of a kind of a tall thing. Yeah, the, the thing about the hot hatches is always the... Because one of the cheap cars that you can always get is the the small hatchback. Right. Like Honda Fit. Or yeah, um, you know, Toyota's got their little hot, their little uh, Corolla hatchback thing yep. that's out now is yep. super cool. That's a hot hatch. They have I a little agree. hot hatch, one of those. And then of course you've got the Golf, which has the the GTI. Yep. And you've got the Fiesta, which has a Fiesta ST. And I don't think you're wrong that they're gone, but they have Ford pulled everything. Exactly. So I don't think it's it's reasonable to just say they're gone just based on what Ford did. But one of the reasons why these things were always so cool is because it was the it was like the every man's hero car. Well, right? it was accessible. For everyone. Here's what it was, is it was a good compromise between having a sports car, having a daily driver, something that's practical enough that you yeah. can go to the hardware store and actually good in the city. A lot of young people live in the city. Right. You know, it's, it's a, urban environments are are uh, so I full think of young that people. That is what makes them cool, is it's kind of the active lifestyle. I hate that word. Act, it's the active lifestyle vehicle, man. <laughs> no, it's not that the, it's an active lifestyle. It's the people that have an elective lifestyle buy them because they're young. Most people that buy hatchbacks are young. As right. you get older, you maybe you don't. I still drive a hatchback. I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 40. But I think it's more of a young person's car, like a GTS, more of a young. It's just that. But you're not going to be hauling a family in it. Usually. Well, yes, you can. You if you can, got a four-door. You can, yeah, you're right. Four-door, you can. I think the big thing is, is that you have... When you have the breadth of range of cars that go all the way up into supercar, hypercar territory, whatever, the the hot hatch mm-hmm. stands as the first thing you can buy as an enthusiast before you start getting to the expensive sedans, like the like a or or a, even a two door coupe, right? Like you have like an STI, but they're how much is an STI? They're ridiculously it, it, well. First of all, an STI is not a two door coupe. Well, it's a two-door car. Are they two-door or four-door? Are they four-door? Every STI has always been a four-door. I have. Okay. So it's a four-door sedan, whatever you want right. to call it. But all that stuff, like if you get into BMW M3s, Audi S4s, those are, really, those are considered luxury sports cars. Yeah, but they're all really expensive. Right. How about a Mazda Miata or a Subaru FRS, the Scion FT, whatever, 86? Those, I think, 
basically put a big uh, kink in your argument here. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I would agree with you. I just feel like the hot edge. What the, those don't have is the practicality. The hot edge is still cheaper than most of those. Typically, over the course of history, of course, you're only going to talk about cars that are made right now. But I'm talking about over the breadth of history, the hot hatch as it's been seen, whether it's the Civic, right? You got like a Civic, right. you know, hatchback at SI yeah, no. or a, a Rabbit GTI back in the day. I'm not oh, arguing that they're cool. I like No, no, them. I'm just saying the next step up yeah. is the hot hatch version. And then after that is everything else is, has periodic over the, over the course of time has been much higher on right. the on the thing, on the on the price scale. And it was much farther down the road before you could get anything else that would kind of do it for you as an enthusiast. I Unless you did understand. it yourself. Yeah. You know, a GTI back in the day, especially, wasn't that much more expensive than a Golf. Now it's ridiculous. Yes. Right. Now it's a, now it, it is. Now it's it's a thirty thirty four thousand dollar car. Right. And it, it's it's much more expensive because obviously they're capitalizing on that now so they can build electric cars that are the opposite of a GTI. <laughs> uh, so, but back in the day, it was only a couple, it was only, you know, $1,000 more, $1,500 more. But sure. now that we have, when you're dealing with a car, like rabbits were $7,000 okay. in, in the early 80s. And a GTI was $8,500. So it's like a $1,500 jump. Right. Now that things are much more expensive, you've got like this more breadth of money to play with right right well, it, as a percentage it's yeah it's it's much more now anyway i just i love their youth so, so what is your point here are you do you miss hatchbacks no, I, just want, I just want to i <laughs> i i just want to talk about it. i think they're great and i think you that have they're this under, comment that what other car has its own moniker the hot hatch right yeah just can you think of anything <sighs> i mean there's like sport trucks or the, there is a Volkswagen sport truck. Right. But I mean, like I've never that, heard the term sport truck. What's a sport truck? Sport truck is what I'd call like the Ford Lightning or the GMC Cyclone or that sort of mm. stuff before they took performance trucks off road. That right. was what all the new manufacturers Speaking of doing. performance trucks off road. Have you seen the new Dodge Ram? Uh, the TRX. Ad, the TRX. Have you seen the new ad? Yes. With the Sandman? Yeah, that is a cool ad. I actually, uh, I, I sent an email over to Mark Trossel saying, I want to talk to the guys that made this. That is a the cool. The guys that drove. It is, it is in memory of that I can think of. It's good the, cinematography. It is the, it, that's probably one of the reasons why it appeals to me is it, it is an appeal to emotion, right? And yeah. it does have some stats in there, like it's 700 and something horsepower. Boom, you know, it's, it's coming for, obviously the ad is saying, we're coming for you. Yeah. Right. We're coming for you, Ford Raptor. You know, yes. we're, we're, 100%. we're coming for you. And uh, I think they did a really excellent job at showing uh, they made it a hero, right? They, they, this car in this little ad is a, is a hero doing all these crazy things. And it's beautiful. And the cinematography is great. And it's this great cover of Sandman. It, it is a cool, yeah. It is, the, it is the best commercial I've seen for a vehicle in a long time because I, I want one of those now. <laughs> I want one of those. I want to go. I want something that I can drive around in the sand at 75 miles an hour. Just going, yeah. yeah. And just <laughs> driving. <laughs> yes. I just, oh my God. I just turned into That's shake. your first actual, yeah. No. I just, That's your first shake, yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah. first time for everything. I want to drive over tumbleweeds at 100 miles an hour and go over sand dunes. and. But I don't want to order, own a side-by-side. -side. Yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to own a truck well, with seven hundred horsepower. A lot cheaper with a side by side. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> All right. So before we get into what's new with me, this episode is of course brought to you by our very loyal Patreon members. Yes. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/Overcrest. You get exclusive content from us every single month. Chris, you put up a really cool interview this month that 
other people wouldn't have otherwise been able to hear. Yes, I'm also going to be putting up another one um, very soon. It is an interview I did with uh, a guy named Alfred who basically traveled in Russia, Soviet Union, in 1959 in a 356. It's my interview with him for an article I did for Triple Zero. That'll be that I'm working on for Triple Zero. It's awesome. I'm going to share it with just the Patreon members because I can't, you know, if it's something for Triple Zero like that, I kind of got to keep it to myself, but I'll I'll give it to the Patreons. Yeah, so for as little as five bucks a month, you can join up. Uh, There are additional tiers as well. You can get cool swag, stickers, shirts, etc., it's all there. Yep. Be sure to support the content creators that you like. It's Hopefully, fun. that's Seriously, us. You, you go to the store and buy a Red Bull, and boom, you could be a Patreon. It's it's very cheap, five bucks. Yes. We really would we would really appreciate it. All right, so Chris, I officially ordered my two post lift for my garage. Yes, I figured you'd start bragging about that at some point. It's gonna go be ahead. nice. Um, the problem is, it's like okay, this comes basically on a semi, right? And you've been to my house. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why you need to move is your driveway sucks. It's very steep and not super long either. So it's not like they're going to back a semi truck up my driveway. No. And they're like, also, if you don't have a forklift, you need to pay an additional like $385 unloading fee. Wow. And I was like, well, I'm not paying that. It doesn't have a lift truck. They don't have a lift truck. I don't know. They're like, if you don't, if this isn't going to like a commercial thing where you can either have an offload ramp or some sort of a forklift on site, you need to pay this additional fee so that they bring basically, you know, the forklift that goes into the semi truck. Yeah. They need to bring with those. Well, I didn't pay for that. Yeah. So what's going to happen when I they don't get there? know yet? <laughs> They're just going to push it off the back of the truck or All right, what? See you guys. <laughs> well, worst case scenario is my dad is a skid steer with a couple of forks on it. Well, that's a forklift. Exactly. So, oh, what a nightmare. Right. Why don't they then, just have a lift back truck with the little thing that goes, just comes down to the ground? Yeah. That's typically what these I, trucks that deliver in urban areas will maybe have. Maybe that's what you would be paying the $385 for is that truck as opposed to just semi. Wow, that's ridiculous. I've never, I've had motors shipped to me, transmissions shipped to me. I mean, the thing weighs 2,000 pounds. Holy cow. Well, so does a, yeah. A car? Yes, yeah. a car does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's a bunch of money. Why does it weigh so much? Um, I don't know. It's like, no, it's no, it's a thousand pounds. Not okay. 2, that I can understand. You're right. Cause you've got about 500. I was pounds thinking 1960, per... it's 960 pounds. Okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not too bad. We could pick that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you volunteered to come pick it up for me. I well, we can drag it up your driveway. Just leave a big gouge all the way up the driveway. That's probably what we'll end up doing. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you installing this? Are you going to have a guy come like a hoist installer guy, come install the hoist or what do you, you're looking at him. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wish you the best of luck in your, in your hoist venture. Anything else going on over there? Uh, not really. I'm installing a fence, as you know. And the only reason I bring this up is because I have a great story I'd never heard from my dad before. Okay. So uh, installing this fence that we're getting from a neighbor friend that lives a mile and a half away. Yep. Okay. The reason I'm telling you that is paramount to the story. So the- Do I get to brag that I dug a bunch of post holes for you? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, you were I, you were super uh, yeah. super awesome. You yeah. came out and helped. My shoulders were burning for like three days. I had like this weird wrist pain for a week and a half afterward. That must have made you pretty lonely. Uh, it was my right <laughs> hand, not my left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so anyways, um, the it's just a chain link fence and the top rails, I didn't realize this until they took them out from the friend's house, are 21 feet long. And I have a little utility trailer, which I usually put everything in. Yep. But that's only 10 feet long. And I was like, that's another 11 feet hanging Hanging off the back, going through like tight neighborhoods. Luckily, I only have to go a mile and a half. 
But I'm like, how the hell am I going to get these things from their house to my house? Why are they 21 feet long? Why, I don't know. Why aren't they just eight or but six But they have feet? this cool like taper on one end. So you don't want to cut them because then you'd have to, you don't have the right taper then. And so I'm still, I haven't gotten them yet. Okay. Worst case, I'm going to strap them together. Strap one end to a, a little furniture moving dolly, a two wheel dolly. Can you just request an Uber truck and then just throw them in the back of the guy's <laughs> truck when he gets there? Yeah, but that still wouldn't work because you'd have even a 10 foot bed of a truck. Strap them down, put a flag on it. That's going to be 11 feet at least out the back. Hey, I saw someone doing a windmill blade on the way here today. Anything's well, possible. Yeah. So, no, my plan is to have the Macan with the hatch open. Nikki's going to be sitting in the back, hanging on to the end of it, with the other end on a two-wheeled dolly, and just go slow down the street. How far away is it? About a mile and a half. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> no, so I told my dad this. I was like, what would you do? He goes, well, let me tell you. When... I was a kid. I didn't it's, know this whatever story. this whatever this idea is. It is better than the idea you it just, is. You and just it's came genius, up with. Actually, so he had an old C10 at the time, a pickup truck, and he had to get. He built us a swing set in the backyard, but it was like a custom, super big one. Like you know, usually they have like two swings or three yep. swings. I swear, I was had like a dozen swings on it. So he got a 35 foot top beam <laughs> okay. from the local lumber yard, and he's like, "Well, how the hell am I going to get this home? This thing's massively long." He has a pickup truck, but he's not going to let like 20 feet hang out the back. So he tells the yard guys, all right, just set it down. He pulls in his truck. He pulls over the beam. Yeah. He straps the axle to the rear end of it, and he straps the front to the bumper and drives home with seven feet hanging out the front, seven feet out the back. And that's what's legal, right? I mean, I don't know if that's that's exactly what's legal, but the guys were like, we've never seen anyone strap lumber under their vehicle. That That works. Well, if you only have one or two things, that works great. That was great. Yeah. So is that what you're going to do? No. You can't do that. Well, how am I going to do that? You're still going to stick your wife in the back of your Macan and (laughs) have her her, like just hold on to the thing. with a. (laughs) The other thing is like, this is a horrible idea. It's a mile and a half. I could just walk them. Or you could just rent a U-Haul utility trailer that's like a car trailer and just tow it home that sounds like a stupid idea for a mile and a half having them hang out the back of your macan while your wife is like (laughs) (laughs) okay then you should come over this weekend and we'll figure it out or you want me to hang out of the back yeah Yeah, we'll see how it goes all right anyways let's get into news so chris we harp on teslas a lot but i really like this next story for you according to australia's a current affair christ it's australia yeah, I heard. Yeah, I mate, get it. Yeah, it's I, okay. Australia, mate. So according to Australia's current affair, Annabelle Britt. Vung. Hey, isn't that the current affairs? The oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's vung. Um, okay, well, there the you go. Affair thing. Uh, Annabelle Brett was getting ready to go to work when she received a notification on her phone that her Tesla Model 3's car alarm was going off. She phoned a neighbor in the building. Who- I walked, so there was a, a white on white Model 3 at the mall and I was walking from, uh, it was when I was getting alignment done on 9-11, I went to lunch. I sure. walked to a to, to lunch at some place. I was walking back and there was a Model 3 parked there. I'm like, oh, I want to see, you know, I just want to see what this one looks like on the inside. Sure. So I walk up to it and a big eyeball appears on the screen. What? And, and <laughs> it's basically, the camera turns on and it records if yeah. you get too close to it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that is part oh, of it. Oh, you know better than what is about to happen. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Okay. So this girl- It was weird. It was an eyeball. It was an actual is, eyeball yeah, on the screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously apparent. Like, oh, it's watching me. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so she gets a notification on her phone that her car alarm is going off and she must live higher in the building. She calls a friend down low. She's basically, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Come I on. I don't know. Maybe the friend can see it out their window or something. So he calls a friend and 
discovered basically the car was gone. It had been stolen. How do you steal a Tesla? So I don't know, but I think from what... Hey, where's my phone? <laughs> right, because didn't we basically learn like it's not that hard to steal a Tesla? You don't need the key. You just need the phone. Or like there's a key card or something, like an RFID key card. Yeah, you need, you need your phone or whatever. The key, your phone can act as a key if you have a passcode, if you know their passcode right. on the phone. You can pretty much get into their ring on their, you can get in almost anything, you know, just monitor their lives. You can steal their car. You can get into their house. It's not great. Yeah. Well, anyways, she was on the Tesla app on her phone and she saw that the car hadn't got too far away yet because you can locate it. And it was at this point that Annabelle remembered she could do a few more things in the Tesla app. Quote, I basically just screwed with them as they were driving around. Via the app, she was able to repeatedly lower the windows and constantly honk the horn remotely. So imagine you are these thieves, Chris. You break in, you drive off in this Tesla. Now, by some of the reports we've heard you were mentioning, I don't think it's really that difficult since so the car doesn't need imagine, to Here's what I'm imagining in my life if I ever had a Tesla and my wife and I both had access to the app. Yeah. Could you imagine the, the level of backseat driver you could be if you could get on your phone while you're riding and honk the horn for the driver? Yes! Oh my God, it'd be amazing! <laughs> so regardless, you're these thieves. There you are driving off thinking you just got away with it and all of a sudden the windows go down. You roll them up, not wanting to show your face to the world in your recently stolen car. But again, they roll themselves down. And as if that weren't annoying enough, the horn is constantly honking. People lining the streets as you're trying to drive away are staring at you. And your seemingly easy car theft is becoming quite conspicuous. So as such, the thieves eventually decided to basically just ditch the car and flee. However, Chris, as we've found in all these stories, thieves are dumb. Yes, they are. Quote, besides leaving behind a toolbox, one of the thieves reportedly left their driver's license in an envelope that was addressed to their home address. <laughs> what? Why do you have that with you when you're trying to carjack someone? What? 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 They were on their way back from the DMV and decided right. maybe they couldn't register their car and they needed to find a new one. They had their license in an envelope that was addressed to the house. Oh, my goodness. Truth be told, however, that didn't even matter as Tesla's sentry mode, this oh, is what you're talking it. about, yeah, yeah, yeah. had it been recording the entire thing inside the car anyways. Given all, this, given all this, the police were obviously easily able to locate and apprehend one of the suspects, and his accomplice has already reportedly been arrested. So here are my takeaways from this. Don't steal a Tesla. And second, basically, these sentry mode cameras, are they able to record you at any time? Is it only when the car is locked and you're not supposed to be in it? What if this gets hacked? So much for, you know, your backseat shenanigans. Yeah. I'd be worried about becoming a voyeur for some, like, Tesla IT tech well, they, person. They do that at Google, right? They listen to random, the Google box or Google Home and yeah. the little iStack I, I or whatever that thing is called. I sound really old right now. You know, that, 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 the, the, the AirPod. device you got at the, home. Is and it the AirPod or the, the HomePod? HomePod, that's it. I'm surprised it's not the home iPod or iHomePod. We have a HomePod. Yeah, so those things are always listening. And for quality control, they listen yeah, every, once every, while. every once in a while. And people have been... Uh, I, I yell at Siri on the HomePod a lot. And I, I tell her, I call her some bad things when I, I get frustrated. I, the only time I ever talk to Siri is, is just wondering what the temperature is outside. I do that getting dressed a lot. That's or, it. That's it. That's, that's my only interaction with artificial intelligence. Other I, than coming I and doing usually, the podcast with you. Am I your artificial intelligence? Is that some, that's a joke? I, some would think so. That's your attempt at a joke. Okay. All right, what do we got next? Anyway, so Chris, do you still want a Bronco? I a do. New Bronco? I, I do. I saw that the uh, 
you can now order, you can go through and configure them now. You can. Yeah. And one of the cool features we saw when they were first unveiled was the factory donut door. Do you remember this? Yes. These were the doors that basically have a window or opening in the middle. Well, Bronco owners recently convened in the Smoky Mountain area for a trip, and the Ford representatives were there, and they basically said that the doors will not have the donut feature available because of the National Highway Safety Administration. They put the kibosh on it. They put the kibosh on the donut doors, but you can drive around in a Jeep with no doors at all? Correct. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no common sense. So the, the doors are not safe enough, Chris. Oh. So they can't offer the donut doors. So I can't make the choice for myself. Right. To you be can unsafe. legally take the door off. This That's is no a, problem. This is the same thing with seatbelt loss. There's no way that you should be able to tell me whether I want to wear a seatbelt or not. My body, my choice. I think that's a very dumb decision, but I, I agree. Yes, it's a dumb decision. Of course it's a dumb decision. I like that it's a decision, but it's dumb. Yeah, but this is the same type of thing. What about people endangering their kids by not having them strapped in or in a car seat? Then you, yes, you, you need to be buckle in your kids because they can't make the choice for themselves because they're not mentally uh, mature enough to be able to understand the consequences of not doing it. over 18, you can legally not wear a seatbelt in Chris land. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. You know, I think that I think that's fair to say. If you're out on your own, you need to be able to be responsible for yourself, which is why you should be able to have donut doors if you want. <laughs> now, Ford never. Uh, do you know officially... what this is going to do? What? There's going to be there's a guy right now designing donut. Oh doors. yeah, they're already available in the aftermarket. Well, there you go. The aftermarket always has the answer for <laughs> off-road use only. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Ford never officially confirmed these doors would be available directly from the factory, but they're shown in all the main options and photos and descriptions and everything else. Um, and so they will be among, not among the 200 plus factory accessories they're supposed to. Did be. you look at some of the accessories? I didn't yeah, there is the. Uh, Any, first of all, is there anything more dangerous than donut doors? I would argue yes. Fender mounted trail sights to fit a custom made fishing pole and seat perch. That could honestly, it could impale somebody to drive. If someone was crossing. Well, you have a seat perch on your fender now. But for, off, for off-road use only. Naturally. Yeah. But can you imagine some guy with his fishing seat on the No, fender? what I imagine is some guy having his wife sit out there to drag a fence back to her house. <laughs> <just> sitting on, <laughs> sitting it on would the- be perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It would be perfect. Uh, slide out, tailgate, tube doors. So, okay, they are offering the tube doors, but not the donut door. I don't know what the difference is. It has to be something about, like, off-road use only, like you said. It's got to be. Uh, the beadlock capable wheels. You can get a full Ford Performance worn winch. Um, of course, all of the roof rails, roof basket, rooftop everything, rooftop tent, rooftop. How many times is the word lifestyle used in this? Actually, I haven't seen it once. Okay. I... No. Yeah, I mean, uh, they have different like builds that you can see and equip it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Such. That sounds like a cool builder to play with. All right, what do we got next? So, Chris, do you realize that you don't actually need to build a car to release it nowadays. Okay. So case in point, the Tesla Roadster. Remember how much hype that generated right. at its release, and yet it wasn't or hasn't. Hey, when was the last time you heard anything about the Cybertruck? Built. It's been a while because, well, at least they built one of those. They built one at least. Okay. Cybertruck, they never well, they built, built anything. built the Roadster, too, or the Tesla Roadster. They built Did they? Yeah, Where, they? Have you seen it being tested? No, that I have not seen. I don't think they built one. I think they Quote, I'm air I quoting think right they now. made like a Built one. shell right. of a vehicle. Yeah, right? they actually drove over uh, signs and stuff with the Tesla Roadster at restaurants. 
Well, they didn't. That yes, was the Cybertruck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least with that, they right, were Right, exactly. Yeah. You said Roadster. But regardless, it seems Bucati has just released a new model that it also hasn't actually built and may never build at all. So I suppose this isn't that different from concept cars of old, but I just don't like that they haven't even built anything. That's it's like a saying, render of a hypothetical car that they could potentially build if they wanted to. That's like saying, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to release the cover art and all this stuff about what the book is about is in the ja inner jacket. You can read about the book. You can see the book, but you can't read the book. There's, there's no substance to there's it. There's no substance. There's nothing. No. It's, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's an idea. So I don't know the exact date this came out, but I don't know if this is just their answer. It looks cool. To all the hype surrounding the SSC and their 300 mile per hour record run. Quote, Bugatti proudly calls the Bolide, which means a very fast car in French, <laughs> the fastest and lightest concept it has ever built. Okay. Couple Whoa, things first wrong. Of first of all, they're literally just calling it very fast car. Yeah. Le very fast car. Well, that's not. It's almost as bad as Ferrari the Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari the Ferrari. Bugatti the very fast car. And also, so quote concept. Well, hey, what's quote built? We've had cars named super fast. You that's know, I mean, fine. You know, yeah, that's, I know. It's just funny because the French people are going to be like, "Look at that Bugatti, very fast car." <laughs> <laughs> No, I could go into all the details of what this concept consists of, but that's obviously beside the point. Honestly, like, no one's ever going to say, look at that, you got a very fast supercar. Be, no, not only that. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist yet, so it, it doesn't does matter. It does look cool. It looks cool. It looks cool it's in got these, a render. It looks rad. It's got these cool turbo fans on it. That's the thing now. Renderings are really popular. Like, if there's a... Yeah, but build the damn car. Like, they have all the tech specs and what this car could be. There's a whole movement out there of guys that just render up cars on Instagram and post them up, and they're super cool, and they look rad, and everybody just fillets the guy and gives them... 50,000 likes. So what? Now they auto cool. manufacturers are doing this? That's for the same hype? That's what I'm That's expecting. what I don't get it. So that's I could I'm tell suspecting. you that this thing goes a thousand miles per hour, but it wouldn't matter. It's a concept and not even one that was built in real life. Like I said, it's a render of a car that they could potentially build, but probably never will. But it is a very fast car. It's the very fast car. <laughs> no, here's what I thought of Chris. It's the automotive equivalent of playground trash talking. Hey, Chris, my dad could beat up your dad. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, and there was always one kid. My dad would totally win a fight. There's always my the dad one would kid. Totally win in a fight. There's always one kid that go. Well, my dad's dead, and then everybody would just be like, "Oh shit! Well, I guess we can't have this fight anymore." It was always just ruined everything. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. But it's just these weird hypotheticals. Like, what? I don't get it. What's the point of this? So it's bench racing. Yeah. Speaking of SSC and the Tuatara, the Tuatara's record-setting speed run is actually being called into question, as we alluded to. And more authorities, Joel Fetter, dug deep into the story. Hello. Mr. Fetter. Mr. Claywell. How's it going, man? It's been a week, man. I know. This is week. two weeks in a row. This is, this is good stuff. It's, 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 you know, from the last time I talked to you, I have now taken first steps unassisted. I'm down to one crutch. And by the time I talk to you next time, I might be clear to drive. Man, it's going to be 60 degrees this weekend. I'm, I'm really fighting for it. I'm really fighting for if it. If you make it up to my house, I will, I'll uh, take you for a drive in the car. If you make it up there, I'll pull it out because they didn't salt up by me. So if you can, if you can make it out. This awkward moment where Chris doesn't look at his wife's calendar and realize we're having a family photo shoot at his house on Sunday is going on right now. 
I did not know that. <laughs> it might be Saturday. It might be Saturday, but it's one of the days. Oh, well, that'll work out great then. That'll, I will be seeing you. That'll work out great. So one thing I want to talk to you about today is your article that you wrote in Motor Authority. But before I, I do that, I want you to, and I don't think we've done this before, is I want you to tell people what Motor Authority is. Because we have you on here all the time. I use Motor Authority a lot for the research that we do for the podcast. What is Motor Authority? Okay, so Motor Authority is a news an automotive news website. Uh, we do news, we do reviews, we do opinions, we do, I mean, and, and, and so you could say it's like road and track or car and driver or any of those things, right? Because we're doing the same events, we're driving similar, same cars, et cetera. But the difference between us and, uh, I mean, because it, it runs the gamut, right? You've got Zolopnik and the drive and auto blog, you've got road and yeah. track and car and driver that have magazines. Um, I, I'm not going to speak about how those operate. That's not my position. I'm not here to trash talk anyone. What I will tell you from us, is our team comes from varied backgrounds. Some of our guys are ex-automobile car and driver guys. Some of our guys were ex-newspaper guys. Some of our guys were ex-classic car guys. And so we have a very diverse background. And we treat news as news, facts as facts, opinions as opinions. And those are all different things in our book. Um, you, you know, you go to the Washington Post, New York Times, or any of these uh, legit automotive Reuters, or any of these uh, associate press. It's a labeled an opinion if it's an opinion. Right. Otherwise, it's a news piece, right? And right. so it's unbiased. So your so, editorial and your news team or your news publishing is different. If someone writes an editorial on something, they will not also be the one writing the news part of it. Well, that's that's interesting because I know a lot of automotive publications, at least online, don't do that. They don't distinguish. We do we do not have the same person writing the news as the person. I, I wrote editorials on the C8 Corvette. I was not the one writing the newsers on that Corvette the night of, if I remember correctly. It might, uh, it, it, but it, it's complicated, but, uh, but yes. So, so, so if someone writes an editorial on Tesla, they're not going to be reporting on Tesla news that week. Now that's not, we have a small staff. Right. So if you write an editorial on Tesla, it's not, you're never, never writing about Tesla, but if you write about Tesla's earnings, you're not going to be writing a te- an editorial about Tesla's earnings that day too. Right, that right, way. right, right. So, so the reason I wanted to have you on is because I, you sent me this article because you probably heard on the podcast, we talked about the, the SSC Twitara's land. Has anybody told you how to pronounce it? It's, two, it's the Tuatara. It is Tuatara. Okay, so the Tuatara land speed record. Um, <laughs> it was, was 300 and something miles an hour. 316 miles per hour. 316.11, yeah. Yeah, super fast, right? It's two-way average. Yeah, two-way average. One-way average, I think it was it was faster. 331. Yeah, 331, which is like insane. I wrote the newser. I interviewed Jared Shelby, and then I wrote the article that you're probably calling me about. Yeah, so I was super excited about it. I thought it was cool. I'm like, this is a combustion engine car, and which I think is rad. And they went out to Nevada, and they did it. And they, the driver's talking about how he's crying, and he's just super overwhelmed. And it seems like this really cool moment. And it, it still is. But then I, I read this article. You sent me this article, and I'm like, you said you've been researching it. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And, and the more I read it, the kind of the, the worse it gets. And the article is titled, SSC Tuatara's Land Speed Record is Not Yet Verified. And why don't you tell me a little bit about what you discovered? Look, there's, there's a lot of – so hang on. We should, we should couch this. There's okay. a lot of controversy going on the internet right now. There are famous YouTubers who, who, who lets me couch. I, I'm friends with Jason Fenske of Engineering Explained. He's a YouTuber. He can't write. He'll tell you, I can't write, but I can push a button, right? And talk into a camera. Right. He's smarter than me. He's an engineer. Like, like his background is engineering. He's a smart guy, right? He breaks down numbers. He knows science. There are other YouTubers that have big followings that uh, they'll get insider access to Bugatti or Remac or, 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 or MG or whatever, right? And, and, and I'm not so sure they're on the payroll, but there's some, there's some, there's some buddy going on, exchanging of services. There's, there's definitely, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
and, and they might be biased. They might not. I don't know. Um, everything I've reported is news and facts, and that's what we stick to. And so everything I'm going to tell you and talk to you about is news and facts, and then I will give you my take on the situation after spending the last week investigating it. Okay. So I wrote the news article on when this happened. We found out about a couple of days before it was announced. Uh, they gave us time. To, I talked to Jared Shelby, uh, CEO of uh, SSC. Uh, we talked for about almost an hour. Nice guy, right? Uh, just just wants to make a car go fast. Um, and that's my kind of guy. I know, right? And, and, and I'm. Agree You'll never with you, guess by the who way. just sat down at the table. Just so so you're so Jake oh, is now here Jake's as well. Here. Hi Joel. So, hi Jake. So 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 just so you know, I'm with you. When this was all happening, I'm like combustion engine car just went 300 some miles an hour man landed on the moon that's cool right this is a scientific achievement man just possibly went 331 miles an hour in a car that's a production car i'm using air right. quotes that's cool like this is just cool right it's an achievement right in science yeah it's exciting um it's exciting so 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 he, he tells me the story i asked him the story i have the press release i wrote the regular press release news story i guess you'd call it we called the newser right and then the next day i spent the whole day writing up the behind the scenes story leading up the whole week of it and leading it like how they from the time oliver webb got off the uh the plane on that monday before to the time he he finished running the thing till he told me look that night we wouldn't have celebratory italian right so i had the whole the whole whole week from him and he answered right. all my questions about the baby car they have coming and all this stuff and so i ran that up on tuesday monday they they, they announced it tuesday i ran the second day story um Everything's great, right? And I read a few other people's coverage, and it was good. Some of my friends wrote stuff, and they were good, right? But, like, you know, everyone does their own work. Thursday, something got published uh, on, on another website, and I read it, and it didn't, And something might, something just didn't feel right. It felt weird. Like, I read this, I'm like, that's not 100% everything I was told. Right. Like, but it's like, this is a game of potato. Everyone has different experiences. Whoever they talk to, maybe they have different experience. It's fine. Whatever. It has nothing to do with facts, right? But it just kind of didn't sit well with me. Friday... Uh, now, hang on. By, by the way, Top Gear on Monday, when everything was announced, ran an in-car cockpit video of the run. Okay, they which were was a super a, weird cockpit video with the. It was like, a very weird cockpit. Well, it had it like the angle. 360. Yeah, yeah I, I want to see the instrument cluster. I want to see the computer, and I want to see the driver well, for something they like that. Overlaid. I disagree with you, by the way. Uh, that's the, the that's just cluster. the stuff I want to see. The in thing. I don't care about the instrument cluster. It's not it's, 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 the instrument cluster on my fishing boat is G, is sent by GPS. I know. I, I just I want to see it. I want to see what the car is. I want to see it because I want to see what the car is doing. Okay, I want to see. I want to see the instrumentation as it's giving cluster. back to the driver, and then I want to see the that's computer fine. that's actually used to measure the the record. I want to so, see that. So anyway, too. let's keep going. Let's keep, okay, let's keep yeah, going. Sorry, right? sorry, sorry. So we're in the weeds. So okay, so we're in the weeds. It happens. So so okay. Now Friday happens, and Friday SSC. Using this, the, 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 by the way, all this video is provided by a third-party media outlet that's apparently had exclusive access for years called Driven that no one's ever heard of. And it starts fresh the day of the SCP. Okay. Okay. That they gave the Top Gear video to Top Gear exclusively. By the way, on Friday, that supposed same video drops on SSC's YouTube channel, and I watch it, and I'm like, something feels weird here. This feels off. Like I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but something's wrong. It doesn't make sense to me. What doesn't make friend, sense? What 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 are video. you seeing? Like I'm watching it. I'm watching the video from SSC. And I'm like something's wrong. I couldn't find a finger on it, but something's wrong. I don't know why. I'm watching this video. Something feels weird. Now remember on Thursday, I read something I didn't like either. On Friday after the evening, someone texted me and said, "Have you seen this video?" And I said, "Yes." And I said, and they and, and they said, "Did you notice the speedometer?" I went back and looked, and I noticed when the car takes off, when Oliver presses the accelerator for the first time. The count on the GPS receiver is going 18 miles an hour. It started counting my speed 
before the car started moving on that video. Mm. I went back and looked at the top of your video. It was not doing that. The videos were different. Then I did a side-by-side comparison, the top of your video and that video. There was a 12 mile an hour. Don't quote me. It might've been 14. This is, uh, this is back, like, this is days ago now. Uh, diff- there's a speed differential between the two videos when the car passed the last emergency vehicle, which was a fire truck leaving the quote pit lane. There was a speed differential in the two videos. Right, because the audio or the, the video had been shifted. It wasn't synced right. Yeah, it wasn't synced was, right. Exactly. It was, it, was, it was fishy. Now, let's be clear. Anyone on the internet who thinks that the video is the proof of where this all is, <laughs> is ridiculous. That's, that's absurd. This video doesn't prove anything, right? Like, none of this is whatever. But whatever, whatever. So, but it was, okay, this is another thing that's fishy. We're in the court now, of top speed right now. This is the now, court, of, now, the court of top speed. <laughs> oh, man. Now, 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 Judge now Reddit, Reddit explodes. Judge Joel, Judge Joel presiding. Reddit explodes. Reddit explodes with people comparing this video and the Kona Segajera video, and the, the, the internet goes nuts. And, and everyone's speculating on the the Chima, the Chima, Sima. Chima is the provider of the gearbox, the seven-speed automated manual gearbox oh, right. out of Italy. Everyone's speculating on the final drag gear ratios. Everyone's speculating on the, uh, the the ratios used for the gearing, and everyone's trying to calculate how this car could possibly do it, saying it's not possible. But they're all using they don't they don't know what the actual fun fact, Joel, that gearbox. That gearbox was originally developed for a, a helicopter. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> How cool is that? There's a lot of cool things about this. I know. All right, so, go back to it. So, so, so the you, tons now of speculation so, from so internet warriors. Do people actually know what the gear ratios are? Or are they just guessing? They published them since. They, oh, they, they did. Okay. They published them yesterday. But before that, everyone was guessing. Because they all are experts. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of course we are. So on Monday, being a journalist, I actually started doing actual investigations. There is no speculation in news, by the way. Uh, and so I started picking the phone and I started calling. I started investigating the gearbox. I started calling SSC. I started calling the PR team. I started calling Duitron. Duitron is the company that supplied the GPS tracking software. I called Guinness. I, or I got connected with Guinness. Duitron is a high, we all know VBOX, we all know Race Logic. Duitron yep. is not a well known thing for us. So Duitron is a high-end GPS satellite computing and measurement company out of Australia, Austria, Austria, an Austrian company. And they have a U.S. Head, uh, outlet out of Rhode Island here. And they have an East Coast and a West Coast representative. And in the U.S., they're not automotive-based. And the reason is because their systems are not sealed because they're very, they run a fan to exit the air out of it, right? So most automotive applications want a sealed system so that dust that they're desert testing or anything can't get in it. What their main focus in the U.S. Now they do use in automotive in the Europe, by the way. In the U.S., they're mainly used by Lockheed Martin on rockets and space uh, and aircrafts. Wow. They're pretty, and they're by the military. They're reasonably good at what they do. <laughs> so, so, and they also were the company that SSC used back when they set the original record, like 15 years ago or whatever, with the the Arrow, right? Mm-hmm. So they they've, they've worked with SSC before. So I ended up talking with someone. It's all, this is all in my article, by the way. So we're just not going to start naming drops and, and all that. Like, people can read this. Right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, link the, we'll link the article. So, 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 so I talked to Duitron, and I got a bunch of information. I confirmed with – so here's what I did. I confirmed with Guinness that they are aware of SSCs to uh, Chen, but they were not present in any capacity. They did not verify the record. So S- Guinness confirmed that, okay? Then I got SSC to confirm to me who the two independent third-party people were that were there or the witness of the actual event. It was Brian Shoemaker of Pahrump Life Magazine. Pahrump was one of the towns right by it. It's the Lifestyle Magazine. 
and Nevada legislator Gregory Hafen too. Do not ask me why these were the actual. I was going to say witnesses. very strange. Do not ask me. I I don't know. I don't ask. It's just factually accurate. Okay. Good. They were there. We were quiet to, to to watch the data spit out the do it file. Okay. And they can and if they sign notarized things after they have a David saying they saw the, the, the data and they're in third party, they're not related to Duotron, they're not related to SSC. That that satisfies a burden of proof for Guinness, by the way. Whether Guinness needs to see the data or not, I don't know. So at this point, they're gonna want to with the country. I don't know. Don't know. So 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 okay. Duotron, here's where things get really interesting, right? <laughs> On Monday, Duotron told me, here's the deal. I now I, I reported what system they had in that car. We're the only ones that have that information, by the way. I reported which Duotron system was in that car. I reported Duotron provided them the system. They didn't buy it. These things are like 25, 30 grand. They lo- this is not a V-Box. They were loaned this, this, this by the East Coast office in Rhode Island. The East Coast person who is the U.S. Um, what is his title? He is the U.S. Uh, chief operation officer. Steve De Palma. He was supposed to be there. COVID. Right. He couldn't be there because of COVID. He was supposed to be there. They were remotely trained how to use the system. Oh, no. Okay. The system was certified by Duotron as being accurate as far as hardware goes when it left the facility and went to SSC. Okay. SSC was responsible for putting it into the car, installing it, and running it. Here's what I was told by Michael Savitar. Thierry, who's the regional sales manager for the West Coast of the U.S., uh, for Duotron. Here's the deal. The tracking equipment is accurate. It, it, it is 100% accurate. I mean, it's used by the military. It is, the data is locked down. It's in a DMD file. V-Boxes have their own kind of file. It's a DMD file. It, it can be read by any Duotron software, which is free. And the file itself has all the satellite data, and it has what's called scaling data. Scaling is their word for calibration. He told me that the witnesses and what SSC saw was accurate data by the satellite. But here's a big caveat, okay? If they did not scale it correctly, if it was not calibrated correctly, if it was not installed correctly, if it was not operated correctly, that very accurate data would be very accurately wrong. So <laughs> it would be so it would be accurate, right? Like it but told them that precise. car went 330 miles an hour, but it wouldn't be precise. Yeah, right. And so I said, okay, can it be manipulated? He said, no. You can, it's like an Excel spreadsheet. You can open it up and you can move the data around to show it how you want to see it. But the data is the data. You can't, it's a fixed lock data. So, so data can we figure out what ma- the calibration was? Yes, we can. Great question. You should, you should be a journalist. Great question. No one else, no one else seems to have called Duotron and asked these questions and got these answers, by the way. I'll, I'll note that. So yes, you can. Great question, Chris. So that DMD file, according to Mike, he told me that DMD file has both the satellite data, including the speeds and all that, Along with the scaling data, the calibration data, he told me that if Duotron gave me that file, I could download the free Duotron software, should I be trained and know how to use the software, and I could look at both those things. Or if Duotron or him at Duotron were given that file in about five minutes, he could instantly look at it and say, this was calibrated, scaled correctly, or this was wrong, and he would know. So I asked personally, SLC, to give me the file. They won't give it to me. Duotron has not been provided the file by SSD. Hmm. As the C said, they were going to. They have not given it to them. As of yesterday, the CEO confirmed they've not been given that file. So the file will absolutely, the data, everyone's so fixated on the, the gearing and how did this happen. And they're all focused on all this irrelevant stuff because none of that matters. 
Right. No. We have the we have the information. The we can only just only thing can, that matters. We have the data. Data. We have right. the answer, but they, it just will not be provided to us. So the which, only thing that matters is that data file. Which is, that's the curious thing is why won't they just show us the data file? Now it's that's just, a great question. it's like a conspiracy now where maybe they won't show us the data file, but they'll just go do it again with the correct calibration. Right. Which, and then, and then they can admit that, oh yeah, our previous calibration was wrong, but they're not going to say our previous calibration is wrong. This is our speed. It's actually not as fast as we thought it was without having the correct well, so data. So, so it's going to be rather difficult for that scenario to play out. Just why? Uh, Oliver Webb's already said flat out he's not doing that again. Yep, he won't do it. He, he's going to be a dad in in, in 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 like a couple weeks. He's not doing it again. I'll do it. Um, so, <laughs> so he's not doing it. It costs. It takes months to shut down that highway. It costs mm-hmm. them probably. I'll bet you ten to twenty grand to shut it down. Uh, and it, it's a lot of organization. He's not happening right now. Right. They're not going to just go redo it. Chris, um, I do like your idea. I'll just drive like 15 miles to the end, block what the road need- with my car, and then you can hop in this thing and just go. Yeah, I, my, j- my, do, my wife's dad was a fire do. captain. We'll just have him come along. Yeah, you it's can, fine. You what, can bring they, one th- what they need to do is just get, they need to, I mean, giving it to me won't really satisfy it because I don't know how to use, I, I could download the Duotron software, but I don't know. I need Duotron to show me, right? right. They need Duotron or someone like John John Lau or whatever his name is, who from RaceLogic, who certified the Conoseg uh, data. Yep. He, he's, he's from Race. They need to give it to somebody. To yeah. just look at the data. There's someone that knows how to use Duotron software that can read it. Okay, so here's where I'm at. That that that's that's all according to the fact. Okay, everything else down the everyone on the internet with going comparing videos, comparing gear, none of that's relevant. None of it matters. It's all irrelevant. Only thing that matters right now is the scaling slash calibration in that DMD file. And that's why that's, that's the only reason the other stuff doesn't matter is because we have that. I mean, right. the other stuff is fun and, to speculate on. Right. But Joel, to your stuff, point, yeah. you're the one that basically tracked this down because I was reading other articles this morning about all the videos and I was going in depth on the videos and the, the Shelby guy was like, well, we overlaid the little like digital um, like dashboard and speed after the fact. So it's actually just a video editing issue and we're going to go back on that and everything else. But yeah, to your point, none of that matters. If that's true, none then of just, that's matter. just show that show as as Jerry Maguire would say, show me the money. Right. Let's so see it. My personal opinion, my opinion, I think SSC in good faith believes or believed right up until a couple of days ago that they went 331 miles an hour and they did 316. I truly believe they did that. There's I, no I malice. A, I do not believe this was some ploy. No, it's a no. good faith. I, I, also, think. I also believe that they would have never purposely not calculated or scaled it correctly. They didn't know. What I do believe is either they're now in trouble mm-hmm. because they've realized their data is not scaled calibrated correctly and the data is off. They realized it or they're too nervous. I, I, I actually don't, or maybe they don't know how to use the software. I, I don't know what the deal is, but the, the reality is either they did or didn't do it. And if they didn't do it, I truly don't think there was any malice. I think it was a mistake. So here's another a thought. Crappy mistake. No matter what the data said, the car was still, even if it was scaled incorrectly, the it car was going fast. The car was <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But here's another thing. The car was still accelerating when he stopped. Correct. It that was. I think is a really interesting thing to think about. Is just on the video you're saying. Just Chris. on the video, even if it scaled incorrectly well, and, the, and, the, and the number was Garrett wrong. told me that. Yeah. So the Garrett car is still, still accelerating. accelerating. So we still we don't really know what the capability of this car truly is. Oh, I see what you mean. And I think that's yeah, I think that. Yeah, they be... basically said it, there was more in it. Yeah, so we need to well, find so another driver. First, so if you if you read my first story, basically what happened, or my second story, I'm sorry, the story, what happened basically was the the, the agreement was if it was over 10 mile an hour crosswinds, they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. 
And the whole week, it wasn't windy. On the day of, he did the first run, and it was like 290-something or whatever, right? The second run was 301 or 305 or whatever. I'm making these numbers up. There's something like this, right? And the second run, he came back, said I got hit with a gust of wind, and I moved over one car lane. Yep. And he asked Jared to go into the trailer and ask him. He said, I got moved over one car lane. I'm doing one more run. That's it. There is nothing after this. I'm done. I mean, the guy's going to be a dad in two weeks. He just right. did the 24-hour Le Mans. He's done. Well, I'm sure there's a so driver he, out there with no kids that, that's willing to die. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Chris, can, Chris, you can go over and do it. So then, so Oliver did it, and apparently what happened was when he was going over 300 miles an hour, a gust of wind blew him, and he touched gravel. And, I mean, that's got to be scary. I mean, I, I would have I would have been pooping myself. Yeah, what well, I read There's from, no huge motions on the steering wheel either. There was fine corrections at that speed. It doesn't speed. need to be a huge yeah. motion. Well, you can't well, and, make a huge motion at that kind of speed. The other thing I read, Joel, was that this highway is so narrow, right? I mean, it's just a two-lane two rural highway. highway. Yeah. It's not yep. like you have big runoff in either just, direction. It, so it was, it was just repaved last fall. This originally was supposed to take place last November. And they were, they were repaving. It was supposed to be done in October and didn't get done until January or December. So then they said, well, let's do it in the spring in March. And then, by the way, this is all my story from Jared. And then what happened was COVID. The world shut down in March. What's so the then, elevation of this road? Do we know? It's, it's above sea level. I, it's in my, it's somewhere. A lot of the remember. high desert out here is at like four to 6,000 feet. I'm just wondering. I don't. And, and, and so then they're supposed to happen in June, July. And they were like, it's too hot. Can't do it. Too hot. Nope. Not going to do it. And then they did it obviously this fall. Right. So, cause they didn't want to deal with heat issues. So, I mean, there was a lot of lead up to this. Right. right. And. They got to show the file. So here's the deal where I where we stand as motor authority, as far as where we're concerned, and the Internet conspiracy theories, uh, we're basically it's not verified. Right. Hmm. And if Guinness verifies it. Like if, if it meets the Guinness burden of, of, of whatever that is, where they have to see the data, whatever the Guinness burden of proof is, if Guinness certifies this in a couple of weeks, because it's about a couple of weeks to turn around, by the way, on that kind of stuff. If they because SSC told me on Monday. They were sending over the data file and all the stuff they needed next week, which means in about four-ish, maybe five weeks, theoretically, it could be verified by Guinness. Theoretically. If Guinness certifies it, for us, it's a world record. It is what it is. Guinness said it's a world record. We're not about to argue with Guinness. Well, Guinness is no joke, okay? I mean, they, they're very if particular. Guinness about... does not certify it. This is an unverified record unless that DMD file is read by someone by a third party that's not SSC. We would accept Duotron, by the way, as a third party. They work for the government. Uh, and Lockheed Martin, I mean, it's a serious business, yeah, right? Uh, if they, they, have they, no, they also it, have no they have no skin in this game. They don't right. care. So if they, if they certify it, we're good. Right. If they give me the file and do a Tron or Race Logic or whatever would read it for me, we'd, we'd be down with it. So it's unverified for us. You also have to understand that for us, the Bugatti Veyron at 304, it's the first production car to break 304. But for us, we also recognize that, that car did not do to the average. That car did mm. not hold the record. Right. Konosteg went two way. Konosteg was the last one to do two way. Bugatti did not. The wording. So here's what I will tell you. You should look at or 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 look closely. The wording on the first press release from SSC on Monday evening is very very interesting because it says that it says that Duotron has validated our 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 speed. They never, they never validated, they never know, they never claimed that Duotron validated their data. Hmm. They said they, that Duotron validated their speed. And that I found interesting. 
they, they right. per- apparently have a PR person from a political campaign. Parsing words. And also that uh, the interesting thing was, is that they noted that Duotron has been used in four of the last five speed records, which is not true, by the way. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. I know. <laughs> right. Joel, we really appreciate you calling in, man. It's always a blast. I'll see you on Sunday for, for family photos. All right. So take care of yourself, man. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, many thanks to Joel for that. I I don't know. The whole thing is just, again, I don't think it was in bad faith. No, it was not in bad faith. It was in good faith. They did the best they could. Someone screwed up. And now... I just think, wouldn't you think you'd get your ducks in a row before you made the, this big launch? Like you said, hey... The guy from uh, the the measuring company wasn't there because of COVID. Typically, he True. would be there to make sure it's right. True. They did the best they could. And they, I don't think they realized they just, it was a problem they need, until they just, now. They just need to own it. Be like, hey, you know, we messed up. We we don't we didn't uh, follow through with the software correctly. We All they need to say is, yes, we understand. There's some. Um, we're looking into it. We're gonna some issues that have been brought up, or potentially it's not speed. We we're not lying to you guys. If our software was not calibrated correctly, we'll look into that. Yeah. But yeah. there's no, it's not smoke and mirrors. Like, they did it. What would be interesting is we know when they left, when the car left the starting line, and we know that he lifted off at the fire truck, right? Or something like that? It was like No. A, do we know where he lifted off? No. Can we identify that? See, somehow? that's what all the people online were trying to can do. We, can we try and time? Like like Joel said, we don't need it. We just need this stupid right. file. That's, that's what everyone online was file. doing. They're like, well, look, I did this calculation. I looked it up on Google Earth, and I know exactly how far it went. And I know that if you watch the video and the time from this to time, he would never be able to do it. He wasn't going that fast. <laughs> it's like, well, it doesn't well, matter. Here's the and thing. also, the video was edited. Right. Because it's a video that they're producing. Right. One thing I noticed that was interesting in the video is he doesn't really get on the throttle till like fourth gear. I don't think he can in that car. It's it makes some pretty massive power. All right, guys, that's it for today. We will see you on Monday. And on Monday, what have we got going on? Yeah, I have been working on a cool story. It's a history story that's also turning into a really cool piece where I'm going to talk to a few experts in the field. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay, that works for me. That works for me. Hopefully you'll tell me on at least on uh, on, on Sunday when we're going to record so I can just Maybe. have a little idea of yeah. what we're talking about. Or you can, or hey, you can spring it on me. That's hey, fine guess too. What? what? Happy Halloween, people. Happy Halloween. Are you going to do anything for Halloween? I don't know. Are, are, is anyone doing anything? Like, do I need to even be home to hand out candy? I have no idea. It's going to be weird. Yeah, just turn your light off and hide inside. Nikki supposedly bought me an outfit. Ooh. <laughs> the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will on see you note. on Monday. <laughs> Take care. Just say.